The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Hello and welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Marcus Parks. I'm Jackie Zabrowski and we are back. We're back. I'm back from Texas. I'm back from Wisconsin. And we both had... Wonderful, fantastic weeks. Yes, very different weeks, but very good weeks. Oh, yes, I had the laziest week that I've had in probably two years. And I did the most work that I haven't been paid for in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Just got to get paid for it, guys. Just got to figure out how to get paid for it. That's all. Well, if, you know, I can figure out how to get paid for hanging out at my parents' house and playing with seven dogs, then... You know, I'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah, they have seven dogs. That's a lot. Yeah, I went back to visit my parents, you know, my whole family and all that. And yeah, they've got seven dogs. Yeah, they but got... they're like indoor-outdoor dogs though, right? Oh, yeah. Well, they've got three indoor and four outdoor. Outdoor. Damn. Yeah, yeah. There's Willie, named after Willie Nelson. There's Carly, named after Carly Simon. There's B.W. There's, uh, God, there's Harley. There's a lot uh, to there's, remember. There's Tweenie. Oh, is he a Tweenie? <laughs> he is a Tweenie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he is a Tweenie. They didn't even bother with the name. They don't like him. They don't like Tweenie. Uh, Tweenies are hard. They're yippy. Yeah, they're real yippy. But, and there's a couple others, and, you know, but there's Ned. Aww. Yeah, and there's Grace, the ugliest dog in the world. I no. can't believe I remember all the seven Good dogs' names. You. Yeah, thank you. Well, I spent a lot of time with them. I have to say, out in Wisconsin, I saw some of the happiest dogs I've ever seen in my life. Yeah? Went up to a horse ranch, just saw these Australian sheepdogs just running and jumping and happy, and I was just like, damn, man, I can never have a dog in this city. <laughs> oh, no. These dogs are so happy. This is running. I've never seen a happy dog in New York City. No, they're all sad. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty happy. Yeah? Yeah, Why yeah. are you so happy, Marcus? Well, I'm single. Congratulations. Thank you. For the first time in two years, I'm, I'm single. Relationship ended. Uh, it need, I'll say this relationship uh, died in its sleep after a long illness. Yeah. A long, painful illness. But and now it's peace. Now it's peace. We're both... Totally cool. We're both completely at peace. You know, it was a nice little mutual thing where just like, boy, are we going to, where are we going to end this thing? I'm like, right now. She's like, sometimes you just need that time away. Yeah. You know, I had said that week away, you know, she had a week by herself and, you know, we decided after a a week that, you know, enough is enough. We put in a lot of work. We tried really fucking hard. And that's, you know, that's a lesson for everybody is that sometimes, you know, I'm definitely all for putting in work into a relationship. Because because a relationship is work. Oh, yeah. Relationships definitely work. There's always work in relationships, but sometimes it's too much work. Sometimes well, it's you, just banging your head against a wall. You had tried so many different tactics. Yeah, we both did. You both did. You both were working really hard to try, but sometimes two people just aren't meant to be together. And that's fine. Yes, you're both two separate wonderful people, yeah. but together you just got you just didn't work. Mm-mm. And we're great as friends. Yeah. Like friends, that was never the problem. We just, you know, had a she was a little too European, and I was real way too American. Yeah, we talked about we that. Talk, we talked about that, yeah, and that kind of became the splitting point eventually. It's like, yep, you, you know, fucking do your thing. You do your European thing. Now I'm going to do my American thing. There you go, loud and proud. Oh, loud and proud, man. Got my red, red, white, and blue sneakers on right now. Yes, they are very, very they're the most American sneakers I've ever seen. <laughs> and I love them. I've already got compliments. 
I gave you a compliment. I said I liked them. <laughs> Unsolicited compliments, <laughs> I'll say. Uh, but it's great because you seem free. You I seem am. very free. Well, we made it, you know, and we've admitted this to each other. I'm not telling tales out of school or anything like that. We've admitted we made each other fucking miserable uh, for a good year. You know, we're like absolutely just fucking knock down, drag out, miserable. Uh, and now that we're both free from that, like we're both like fucking walking on cloud nine. And we're both like, yep, see you later. Good night. I'm going to go in my room. You go to yours. Yeah. And I'll see you whenever, sometime. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, you know, I'm feeling good about myself. And man, you know, I'll admit this, the first half of 2014 was fucking off. It was shit. You know, I would say that the one good thing about it is that 2014 was kind of the year that we got a lot of new listeners here and we got a lot of people writing in uh, and a lot of like super fucking cool people writing in and uh, a lot of listeners to all the podcasts that we're on. That was the best part. Like yes. that was like a really good positive part. But that comes from misery sometimes. You know what? Sometimes it really <laughs> does come from misery. Like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a little worried now. It's like, oh man, now that I'm happy, am I going to suck? No, no, no. You'll be sad. <laughs> yourself, you're not happy forever. No, 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 no. I'll be said, give me a week. Next week, I'm going to come in and look, fuck, man. Shit. Yeah. Shit. But right now, I'm coming off of a vacation high. Uh, I'm, like, you know, on that, like, newly single high and all of that. So, man, I'm fucking digging life right now. And you're digging life, too. I am. You're looking better than I've seen you in, like, fucking like, six months. I feel great. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you know, you got to put a lot of work in. We had a week in Wisconsin, and it was work. We worked from sun up to sundown. We were yeah. up and doing it. Filming the Murder Fist pilot. Filming the Murder Fist pilot, you know, and, and it's exactly, it was doing what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And that work, yeah, it's hard at times, but for the most part, I just had a huge fucking smile on my face because yep. this is what I want to do. Yeah. And it's great because it also, you know, slams it back in your face of like, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. Coming back and having to go back to real world job yeah, and have to yeah. pay bills and all that. But it's like one day we're going to get paid to do this. Mm -hmm. Right? That I have no doubt in my mind. Okay, no, 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 Not yet. I need one week of happy. Yeah, yeah, Take Just take a week, man. Maybe. And you know what? Maybe things can even go past that. Yes. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll work on that. We'll get to that. Yeah, and I, I had that same, you know, realization, like, this is what I do, this is what I want to do, and I make, because, you know, I don't know if I've, you know, I think I may have talked about this, but about mm, four years ago, three, four years ago, uh, when I hit my fifth year in New York, you know, I always call it the fifth year's nut check, the nut check year, yeah. where you look around at your life, and that's when you decide, okay, am I going to live here forever? Or am I gonna fuck off back to wherever I came from? Yep. Or am I gonna fuck off to Go the somewhere east else. Coast or to the west coast or Chicago or fucking somewhere? Like that's the time. And I had a uh, a friend back home, you know, that was opening up a music venue, and he's like, you know what? You know, I would love for you to come and help me run this thing. Like, I think we could really do something good back here in Lubbock. And I thought about it real, real fucking hard. I talked to you about it. Oh, uh, yeah. I talked to everybody about it. And eventually my brother convinced me to not do it. And thank Christ that he did, man. Because uh, things are not going well back in Lubbock. Yeah. That town has got dirty. It's a greasy town, man. Yeah. In the last five, in the last eight years, like it has gotten. I don't know what the fuck happened to that town, but it's like full of crime and everybody's scuzzy and weird and, man, I don't know. But 
I'm pretty fucking happy to be in New York City. And when I stepped off that plane, man, I stepped off the plane, I stepped outside, and I took a big fucking breath of stinky yeah, fucking New garbage. York air. Garbage air. And it was one of the sweetest smells that I've ever smelled my entire fucking life. Hell yeah. It was fantastic. And I got like that fucking, it's always great to have that validation that you've made the right decision. That you're, you've made the right decision, you're fucking doing it, you're doing what you need to do. Uh, and I think a lot of people out there, you need to look for that more. Uh, I think you need to look for that you know validation when things are, are pretty shitty and when you're really stressed out and when you're really fucked look at the things in your life that you are proud of look at the things that look at the good decisions that you made but sometimes when you look at the good decisions you also have to look at the bad decisions you also have to look at the things about your life that you don't like and let me tell you man fucking living proof right here both of us is that you can make bad decisions in your past you can make a lot of bad decisions in your past but you can always come back from them and you can also choose to grow from them yes as well. you can Absolutely, because this relationship, it's, you know, was pretty fucking rocky. The, the one I just got out of was pretty rocky, and I was miserable for a lot of it. But I choose, instead of, instead of thinking, like, fuck, you know, like, I wasted a lot of time, and, you know, I could have been happy this entire time, I choose to take the fucking lessons from that relationship and apply them to future relationships in my life. You know, and not just, you know, romantic relationships, but also friendships, uh, working relationships, pretty much everything, every kind of relationship I can have. I'm choosing to take this shit and spin it into gold, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's get to our uh, letters for today. All right. We've got a, an update on a letter we got from Razzle Dazzle that we uh, talked to on our last episode, the dude uh, with the diaper fetish. Here's what he says. Thank you for reading my letter. Your advice was helpful, and it really made me think. After I sent the first letter, I ended up having a major panic attack at work a couple of days later. It's happened before on a few occasions, but the effects were short-lived. Not this time, though. I ended up seeing a therapist after losing so much sleep and suffering a dramatic decrease in my mood and work quality. My therapist seems to think I have some major anxiety issues that are coming out due to the tra drastic life changes on top of trying to work through my fetish issues, and I'm scheduled to start treatment next week. The reason I wanted to write you was to let you know how your advice helped me. I realized I was looking at all of this strictly from my point of view, not truly seeing all the efforts my fiance was going through to help me. I went home that afternoon and thanked her profusely for everything she's done for me regarding my fetish issues. I made sure she knew that I now was not blind to everything she's going through to help me get through this. The smile on her face was indescribable. I actually cried a bit. It's all too easy to get caught up in your own world and you forget to take a step back and see the hands that are reaching out to you. So thank you so much for opening my eyes a bit and giving me a perspective that I think we both needed. The work both of you are doing is great and I hope that many other people gain something good from it like I have. Yours truly razzle dazzle Ugh. fuck thanks That's, so much thank man. you for letting that just makes our week <laughs> uh, yeah oh man i was uh, i read that when i was uh, back at home checking my email yeah, I read i got that. all teared up yeah i read that and i was just like fucking yeah. great job man and, great and it's fucking hard job to make those changes it's hard oh, yeah. to it, you know it, it's hard mm -hmm. and you're fucking doing it and that's awesome yeah 
That's so fucking great, man. Congratulations. We're proud of you. We're very, 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 very proud of you uh, for getting help and for, you know, admitting that, you know, you kind of got a little bit into yourself and talking to your uh, fiance about it because we all... We all do. We all get into that. We all get in our own heads and, you know, you just can't see anything else that's around you. You start looking inward all the time and you never look outward. You never look what you got right in front of you. And you just remember you are very lucky to have who you have uh, and just be appreciative. And it sounds like you are. It sounds like you're getting help for all of your bullshit. And Hey man, it can only go up from here. Yeah. All right. Well, our first letter is uh, from a dude that we both know. Oh yeah. Good friend of ours. Good, very good friend of the station. Yeah. And always he's come, awesome. Awesome guy. Always comes out to the live shows. Super fucking cool dude. Uh, and uh, let's get into what he's talking about. Hey, Marcus. I want to call him Fresh Fish. <laughs> oh, shit. I, call, I totally forgot. I wanna, that's what I, I thought about that, and it said Fresh Fish. <laughs> All right. Fresh Fish. Thank you. Cod? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or halibut, like a nice halibut. Hell. <laughs> Everyone loves a good halibut. Yeah, baby. Just for the halibut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get that t-shirt made for you. Oh, my God, please. Uh, that's our new catchphrase, boy. Just for the hell of it. <laughs> I don't know if that should be our new catchphrase. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not as good as make noise and be free. Yeah, but, that's a little more but, into what's yeah, going on here. Yeah, and, you know, it's happy, and, it, you know, it, it teaches us something, but... But also... Just for the hell of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first letter. Hey, Marcus and Jackie. I broke up with my last girlfriend in late 2010, shortly before I moved to New York, and I've been single the entire time I've been here, not by choice. I've seen a few girls here and there, but I've also had a mountain of first dates that didn't go anywhere. I'm not sure whether it's this city or the times we live in or both, but it seems like a lot of people are spoiled for choice. Like it's so easy to find someone else, why settle for less than perfect? Case in point, the girl I'm seeing now has just moved to this country from Australia the week before we met. Things were a lot simpler with this girl. We got along on our first couple dates and I quickly stopped having to cross my fingers when I asked her out again. I realized I could easily end up in a relationship with this girl. However, that's also when I realized that's not at all what I want. I'd been single for so long that I blamed a large amount of my depression on it, but I'd also been single so long that I guess I'd gotten pretty good at it. I like this girl, but not romantically, which might just mean I'm as fickle as the New York girls I've dated. It also means that I get to rethink what's really going to make me happy, but first I have to rethink my relationship with this girl. I'm still seeing her. It's been about two months. My friends, male and female, tell me that practice relationships are totally a thing, but I've only ever had relationships where I'm fully invested or random hookups. They also told me not to bring it up with her until I have to. I only see this girl about once a week, and when we chat online, it's more friendly than flirty. She hasn't seemed unhappy or asked if I'm her boyfriend, but I worry about her getting attached because she's a few years younger, 22, I'm 27, and I'm the first guy she met here. Anyway, anyway, my question is, what's the protocol for this kind of relationship? I've been trying not to do boyfriendy things to lead her on, but I don't want to be an asshole either. How do these things tend to run their course? Also, I feel like I'm still allowed to date other women, but I haven't yet... Is that good or bad? Fresh fish. Yes, for the halibut. Just for the halibut. I don't know. What do you think? Now, I mean, first of all, 
you're just a really good guy. The fact that you're not, you know, it's like you, you're a monogamous person. That's, you know, that's your MO here. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I don't think it's good or bad that you're not seeing anybody else while you're seeing someone. Because for a lot of people, when you're seeing someone, you're seeing somebody. Yeah. Whether your boyfriend and girlfriend, it's like, well, you know, I, I feel like at least personally, it was always hard for me to date around more than one because I was like, all right, which one was that? Yeah. Did I like this date with him or did I like that date with him? You know, it was always a little back and forth. Mm -hmm. Not that I ever really dated him. Let's be, let's be <laughs> real here. Um, but I think that you should talk to her. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, we've definitely, you know, Marcus, you've said that before, that that um, that big, beautiful woman that you saw a few times and you're like, you loved hanging out with her. Yeah. But it, you weren't really romantically into her. Yeah. And I think it's completely fine to talk to somebody about that. Even if you're just, if you go out on a date or if you go hang out, you know, you're the first person she started seeing when she moved here. Mm -hmm. And I think that she would probably feel a lot of relief if you talk to her about it. You know what, man? I mean, you don't know what the fuck's going on in her life either. Yeah. She might be going out there and hooking up with dudes with a real, you know, she's got that cute Australian accent. She might be out there hooking up with dudes this entire time. Uh, and she may not be thinking of things uh, in kind of a boyfriendy, girlfriendy type thing. I mean, she might be thinking about it exactly as you are. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I first moved to this city, like, it was fucking on. Because mm -hmm. I moved single. I had just gotten out of a relationship, a serious relationship, about, I don't know, six months before that. Uh, and when I got to the city, I don't know if it's, you know, it might be different for guys than it is for girls. And I'm sure it changes from person to person. Uh, but I think a lot of people uh, come to New York City and you get that spoil for choice thing that you're talking about. That is absolutely the truth. But I think when you first move to the city, that becomes very apparent very quickly. Yes. Uh, so I don't think you should really feel bad about this. There's nothing you can do about it. If you know, you're not romantically into this girl, then I don't think it has anything to do with you being fickle. Uh, I think it just has to do with the fact that you're just not, not romantic. you're just not into it. And there's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just not being into someone. Like it's if you, you know, are into them like in a friendship way, but not into them in a physical way, then yeah, you can totally like go for a friendship thing. I've, you know, with that one girl, like I didn't do that because I was kind of a dickhead. But with other girls, there has been times where we've both kind of admitted or I've admitted it's like, hey, no, I mean like, I, you know, you're, you're really great and everything like that, but I'm just looking for something else. Uh, and that's, I think that's a great way of putting it. Just saying like, you know what, you know, you're great, but you know, it's just, I'm just looking for something else. I just need something else. And if they ask, you know, what is the other thing? Like, what is it? You know, just say, I mean, I know this is a shitty version or this is a roundabout version of saying it's not you, it's me. Uh, but we but know. it's not even me. It's not me yeah. in that. It's just that it's not us. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like this us. is not. Also, if you're saying that, like, the interactions between the two of you is more friendly than flirty, 22-year-old, if she wants it, she's going to say it. She's going to take it. I mean, I feel like for the, like, I mean, I don't know this girl, but I feel like in that beginning of a relationship, when you're talking, you're only seeing each other once a week. I mean, usually the interactions over text or messaging are are pretty, you know, 
X-rated. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it, so that's usually the beginning of a relationship. And I also don't think that you should worry about being fickle because there's also the opposite end of it of like, well, she kind of likes me, so I guess I'll date her. Mm-hmm. Which, that's no fun. Mm-mm. You should want to see the person. You should be like... I gotta get their mouth on my mouth, <laughs> you know, and that's the like that's the fun. That's mm-hmm. why we do this whole fucking thing. Yeah, you know, it's that like hormones, that heat, mm-hmm. that smell. Not, yeah, you know, like the fucking like you know, just when you're with someone and they just smell good. Yeah, you know, and you know that they think you smell good, and all those fucking like genetics and instincts inside of you go, mate. Me, 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 gimme, gimme. <laughs> gimme, 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 gimme. That's what I want right now. And if you're not feeling that, then it's not, it has nothing to do with being shallow or anything like that. Like, I'm not, I am a, a firm believer in, you know, like a lot of times, it's not everybody, but I think it is the vast fucking majority of people that you do have to have some sort of physical attraction to the other person in order for it to work. And some people don't need that. Some, they, you know, and fucking good on you, man. Like, that's fucking great. But I think the majority of people do. And Jesse, I know you and I know that you do. Yes. We've had conversations and I know what kind of dude you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm the same kind of dude. It's just the way it goes, man. Uh, So don't feel bad. Talk to her. Uh, You know, after about two months, you know, just be like, hey, I don't know. Like, how's about we just, you know, it's been pretty friendly for a while anyway. And, you know, let's just stay friendly. Yeah. You know, just let's just fucking let's stay friendly. uh, And just keep on keeping on, man. You'll be fine. This isn't a big this isn't a big deal. Uh, And also one thing I do want to say about, you know, blaming the depression on being single I think that's something that a lot of people get, uh, and I think it's something that a lot of people need to work on because you cannot attach your happiness to a relationship. Ever. You cannot attach your relation. You, you can't attach your happiness to the act of being in a relationship or attach your happiness to being in a relationship with someone else. You can't attach your happiness to another person. You have to be happy on your own. You have to learn how to be happy on your own until you're able to be happy with somebody else. The very least, be content on your own. Like, that's, uh, that is borderline. Yeah. That is baseline. Like, just being content with being by yourself and not attaching uh, your happiness to whether you're in a relationship or not. That's just not a good way to live. You have to be able to be happy by yourself because if you're happy by yourself, then that exudes confidence. And that's the attraction. That's the attraction. And then you'll be able to attract the type of women that you want. I've, you know, I mean, I'll say as a, you know, a dude that, you know, no, single as of today. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, but you know, I've been totally like single in the past uh, here in New York City, and I don't know about the whole fickle thing because a lot of girls that I've met that are pretty fucking cool have boyfriends. Mm. But, and, you know, I don't think that people fuck around a whole lot. You know, a lot of the girls that I think are like really cool, they've got boyfriends. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's fine. People are getting together. People are fucking hooking up and they're getting together and they're staying together. So don't worry about it, man. Just work on you. Work on you being you and you'll be fine. And it'll all work out in the end. Just fucking relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we got another one 
that is actually very similar to uh, what I was just saying about, you know, you being you and you working on you. Uh, kind of on the same lines, uh, but let's get into it. What are we calling him? Bangarang. Bangarang. Hey guys, love the show. I want to start by saying the insight and help you provide people is amazing and thank you for being here for us. Thank you for listening, Hell fucker. Yeah. To make a long story short, I'm a recovering addict. I've been clean for a little over a year and have made really positive changes in my life. Solid career with a company that's helping me pay for my schooling. I join martial arts on top of that and this is the best I've felt physically and mentally in years. But I've never been able to shake the self-loathing and self-hate triggered by my lack of confidence in the dating world, and it's killing me. The emotions and thoughts that fill my head when I don't take a chance that I should with women is so great that I feel like I'm talking myself off a cliff to get back to normal, and I'm tired of it. I'm doing so well in all my other areas that when I don't take a chance or ask a girl out, it makes me feel like everything else that I'm doing doesn't mean shit, and I'm an utter failure at life. All the hard work and confidence goes out the window. Like all the inner poison I was self-medicating has pulled in this one area, and when I go there, it sends me back to wanting to do drugs, which are opiates, to cut myself off from all that hate and doubt and anxiety that I harbor. I don't expect getting in a quality relationship to be easier come naturally, but I do know it's me that keeps me from getting this next step and really filling out my life, and I want to change that. Any advice on getting over this last little huge hill? Love you guys. Bangarang, St. Cloud, Minnesota. Well, congratulations on being clean. Fuck yeah, especially Man. getting off opiates. That yeah. shit is tough. It is tough. We had a guy write in a couple weeks ago that's you know trying to get off of them, and I've known people who have been on them, and it is fucking rough. It's rough. A year, congratulations, man. That's fucking great. And the fact that you've done so much in a year. Yeah. With, with the martial arts, you're getting your whole life together. You got to cut yourself a break. Mm-hmm. And I know that's really easy to say, and it's a lot harder when when the hate is echoing inside of your head. But you have to remember, it's been a year since you've, you are rebuilding your life. A year is not a long time. And like, you're doing such a great job. And also, I mean, just plain enough, when you are pushing to find somebody, when you are, when you need to find somebody, when you have to, like, then you hate yourself because you can't find the confidence to do it that's what's holding you back. As the man said, I believe it was Seinfeld, desperation is a stinky cologne. It, it certainly is. It really is. Girls can smell it a mile away, man. You just got to fucking relax. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like Marcus recently has gone through that. And it's like when you when you feel that it's something that you need to make you whole, Mm-mm. then then it doesn't work. No. You just got to keep working on you. And I understand it's like, yeah, everyone wants to get laid. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, a lot of people want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But do more things. You do in martial arts. Are, are there other other things that you can start to do that'll start getting you out there more? Yeah, St. Cloud ain't a small town. You know, it's like, do just do things. Go meet people. Go, you know, go hang out and eat breakfast at a place by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do things for you that will boost your confidence. You need to find your confidence elsewhere and you're already doing such a great job. You've already, I mean, you know, you are, like Jackie said, you're rebuilding 
your life, uh, and I'm sure you're probably, and since you're, you know, you've got off the drugs, I'm sure you're focusing pretty hard on keeping that life going and keeping that life at a stable level, and that is something to feel confident about. Like, that is something to feel very confident about, and just remember that shit. Like, if you're talking to a girl or something like that, just remember, you got your shit together, man, and girls like dudes who've got their shit together. Just yes. like dudes like girls who've got their shit together. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, some dudes, you know, go for the, you know, crazy fucked the up crazy. girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, not all, definitely not saying all women are crazy and, uh, you know, and, and dudes and some girls like going for the There are a lot of fuck- crazy fucked up dudes as well. Yeah, and, you know, and there are some girls that like going for the crazy fucked up dude. Yes. You know, like it, it really works both ways, but most people want someone who has their shit together and you've got your shit together. Just remember that. You've got everything going for you, man. You are off the fucking opiates. You've got a great job. Uh, you're, you're going to school. I mean, and if you're doing martial arts, I imagine you might be fucking ripped. Yeah. Like, like just fucking in shape. Like, you've got a, so much more going for you than most of the men out there. You know, most of them have one of those things. Like, they've got a good job. But they, you know, or they're, you know, they got a good job, but, you know, they're not going to school or haven't been to school and they're really fucking out of shape or they're in shape, but, you know, they don't have a job or they're a student. They don't have either one of those things. You've got three out of three, man. Like you got a lot fucking going for you. But I also understand because at 27, personally, I'm going to be turning 27 soon. And Mm. this is the time when the heat is being turned on for getting married and having a family. (sighs) But you know what? Fuck everybody. Yeah. You have to do it when you choose to do it or else it's not going to be fun. You feeling the need to have this now is not going to find a life partner. Mm -mm. It's going to push someone away, even if you do get somebody, you know, you do it in your own time. This is your fucking life. There's no rule book. No, man. We make our own rule books. Fuck and yeah, we, we fucking do. live by them. And you're doing a great job. Yeah. And I've, just do you. Hell, I've got a rule book that I actually wrote. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down like 56 guidelines for my life. Good for you. I'm 56? A, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, I mean, just like little things. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll, uh, you know, put it on the Facebook page or, or something like that. Can you give me like an that. example of a rule? Uh, let's see here. Um, do not call yourself an idiot because you are not. That's a great rule. You know, like things like that. Like, don't call yourself an idiot because you're not. Like, don't... Uh, do not project what's going on with you onto other people. Like, it's like little things like that. You know, it's like, do not get into your own head. If you do get into your own head, start clawing yourself out as soon as you possibly can. Uh, it's like a weird little, like, philosophy type no, thing. No, that's that, great. Right? But I mean, you know, and I'm working on it and all that. And, you know, constantly adding to it. And I've got, like, a ton of fucking journals. And I'm thinking about maybe putting it all together. But... Write your own, man. Like, write your own fucking rule book. You know, write down the type of shit that you like and the type of shit that you want and the type of life that you want to lead. Lead that fucking life, man. Lead that life. You don't need someone else to make you whole. You're whole already. No, 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 no. And I realize that you do need someone else to fuck. That is a yeah. Reality. And you fucking <laughs> is, is is a you big know, thing. I know you need that, and and not just that. You know, you need someone else to hold, and you need someone else to smell, and you need someone else to, you know, just have a good time with. And you need a, a companion. But you know? then, if you're talking to a girl, you don't need to put on a false bravado then either. No, you know, even if it's cute when so, when a dude says. 
I'm really bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like owning up to, like, if you are going to ask a girl out on a date, own up to it and be mm. like, I really don't do this very often. Yeah. And I really like you. Would you like, you know, it's just. Yeah. There's I would no, say you seem pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, you seem pretty cool. You seem like, you know, seems like we might be able to have a good time together. You want to do something? But also, you don't need to beat yourself up over it if you don't ask this one person out because if you don't see them again, then you don't see them again. Yeah. And if you do, then there's more times and more op- like times for you to do it. You don't need to beat yourself up over missing one time. No. Because if it's meant to happen, it will happen again. Yes. And then you just got to try and do it. Yeah. But don't beat yourself up over it because that's just going to put you further and further into the hole. Like what Marcus said, don't call yourself an idiot. No. Because you're not one. No, 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 no. Don't call yourself an idiot and don't obsess over things. Don't sit there and think, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Why didn't I ask her? Why didn't I ask her? Because it doesn't change anything. No, it changes nothing. And you're talking like you're, in, you're saying you're an utter failure in life. No, you're not. Yeah. Like you are doing everything in your fucking power to not be a failure a year ago you were well on your way if you were fucked up on opiates and you were you know not doing it having this great job and not schooling and not doing martial arts feeling like shit physically and mentally yeah you were on your way to that and also you were checked out yeah now you're living out. and this it hurts yeah it's, it's hard it's hard but you're doing it man yeah you're fucking doing it and it's better than it possible and once it happens it's going to be fucking great but until then stop thinking about it so much Stop being so desperate. Uh, get a little bit of confidence in yourself and just fucking be you, man. And be rem- you yeah. and do you. And remember you're fucking great. Yeah. Just remember you're fucking awesome. Well, that does it for today. Ah, right. oh, fucking great. Feeling good. Miss you guys. I'm really happy to be back. So happy. Yeah. I just, I miss, I realize how much I miss doing this this whole week. Yeah, me too. Especially without Roundtable because then huh. I'm bad. <laughs> I don't get the demons out when I don't yeah. do Roundtable. If Bad Jackie don't get out, then Bad Jackie goes into the world. Oh, man. Bad Jackie was in the world, so <laughs> I'm really happy. <laughs> I'm really happy to yeah. be back. And Creepy Marcus has been out there without last podcast. Yeah. And, you know, and people ain't enjoying that. No, they don't. No. <laughs> but that's okay because we're us and that's okay. Yes, that's okay. We are us and you know what? Some I've met a a girl or two that doesn't get creeped out by me and you know what that's fine and if that girl if a girl gets creeped out by me if she looks into into my eyes and sees something creepy fuck her then you know she's not for you I know she's not for me because you're not gonna pretend to not be creepy no I'm kinda creepy I'm kind (laughs) of a creepy dude I can't do anything about that it's ingrained if there's anything I learned from being back home for this last week being with my family and being with the people that I grew up with and being in the place that I grew up in creepy's just kind of ingrained in me and it ain't never going away and it's never gonna stop so i have accepted that i've got a bit of a crazy look in my eye i've accepted that my teeth are kind of sharp good for you i've accepted that sometimes i talk really really loud and get a little bit too passionate about things and then i they put it they call it marcus nap time sometimes i do that but that's what happens when you got your america shoes on <laughs> Goddamn right i am a passionate person <laughs> and i will never apologize for being passionate about the shit that i am passionate about and right now you can't see it but i am pointing my finger in the air with every syllable that i am saying he's making noises being free make noise and be free motherfuckers we're out